Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, I'm Jessie Ware, and this is my mum, Lenny. Hi. And this is Table Manners. So we're back for another episode, and if you haven't tuned in to us before, this is a podcast about food, family, and the art of conversation. And uh, I host it with my mother, who is usually the chef um, every week, um, but not today. I've been given the task of creating a brunch for Annie Mack. Who's vegan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mum's really excited about this. <laughs> You're also a bit late, a bit tardy, mum. Sorry, I was up early finishing a report before oh, there I came. You go. There you go. No, no, it's... Um, it's p- not usually in the morning, darling. No, this is a, a special one because I guess, well, Annie Mack is on radio every evening on Radio 1 doing the specialist radio show so we've managed to get her for a brunch um, which actually is my favourite meal of the day I think I love a brunch I like brunch too but with smoked salmon I know alas mum there is no smoked salmon today (laughs) yeah sorry I think we'll be allowed to have some butter no Annie won't me and you can have what does she she have if she doesn't have butter she just has have dry toast It's fun being a vegan, isn't it? Is that gender neutral as well? Because <laughs> I've told everyone about what you told me on Saturday. What did I tell you? You told me that I had to buy the baby gender neutral toys yeah, from now do. on. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Because she likes a car. Yeah. She. Could, I bought her a car for her birthday. Ooh. Gentle, neutral enough? Yes, thank She's going to have a lovely boy doll for Christmas. Yeah, brilliant. Thank you. Yeah. Why did I decide to do this with you? You're a nightmare. <laughs> I first heard of Annie Mac through um, my friend Subtract, who um, used to send Annie Mac uh, songs of his, and I featured on one of Subtract songs, and she played us, which I was really thankful for. So we kind of met through her playing my music, but became friends. She's always always been such a big advocate of women in music and has really, really helped my career, I feel, and has always been really, really supportive. And I think she's really inspiring. She's a businesswoman, she's a DJ, she's a mother, she's a tastemaker, she's a festival maker, she's kind of everything. She she can do anything she puts her hand to. Yeah, I noticed that her new amp that Annie Mac presents, mm. her, her crew are women, all women. Yeah, they are. 
It's fantastic. Her managers are women. Her creative directors are women. Um, yeah, it's it's. She really believes in the kind of sorority and like female sorority. Well, she gives you the confidence as a woman to go out there and get what you want. I think totally because she she's a she's proof of that. Yeah, absolutely. And she should be here any second, so I must go and deal with my silken tofu scramble. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently she loves potatoes, so I've just basically done a load of breakfast potatoes and a tofu scramble, and you're going to have to deal with it, Mum. It's, it's fine. <laughs> okay, totally. It's fine. Hi, Annie. How are you? Yeah, right. nice well, can, I get, can I get you coffee or tea? Look how gorgeous Maybe you look. So. Uh, I've got... English oh, breakfast, fine. Builders. Done. The real deal. Oh, uh, that's a tofu scramble. Wait until my mum eats it. She's going to have an opinion. So. <laughs> I'm so sorry I'm vegan. I'm sorry for you. How long have you been vegan? Um, kind of on and off. I stopped when I was pregnant. I just couldn't do it. I was like, stuffing my face with smoked salmon. Uh, and now that I'm, uh, I'm doing it, uh, what, like, I don't know, three or four months, maybe. Do you like being vegan? Yeah, I do most and of it, the time. is it because you have because you think it's about, the animals? Weren't you brought up in Ireland in or in the city? Oh, in the city, not in the country. And my mom was brought up on a pig farm, so oh. she was vegetarian all my life. You're kidding! And my sister was too, so we were brought up as vegetarian. Not not like strict. In just my mom cooked, so she was like, "Well, you got to get vegetarian food because that's what I'm cooking for you." So whenever she went away, my dad would like give us sausages and mash and stuff. It was a real treat. And then when I left home, I was like, give me all the meats. Because it felt it was like a novelty. And I ate meat for years. And then, uh, thank you, darling. Pleasure. And then I kind of stopped in my 30s. You don't even eat fish? I do. When I'm not vegan, I'm pescatarian. Okay. I'm all over the place. I, I, I made a declaration on, online, which was a really stupid thing to do. Be like, I have decided to go vegan for a month. <laughs> And it's well, for a month really is okay because a month is up. I didn't even do a month. I did two weeks. I remember this. Yeah, it's and so... you were like, "Babe, welcome to the club. Stay strong." Yeah, but you know what you did wrong? You were you were like you were like trying to completely change your diet. I know. Like, I'm gonna. Everything's gonna be like super like extreme. And, Vegan. Totally. And I was also like kind of obsessed with making the best kind of vegan food. So like I was cooking constantly. It's not realistic. realistic. Yeah. And I I feel like I had the least amount of raw vegetables in those those two weeks because I was busy making bean stews and sweet potato burgers yeah. and like yeah, yeah. oh it's exhausting I, I felt like shit i did that as well i ate all i, I read all the books there's so many books with like obscenely healthy skinny looking people mm. talking about you know making cow 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 oh, cacao 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 yeah isn't it the same as cocoa yes but yeah it was exhausting but like i um yeah now i'm i don't know i'm a bit more realistic about it i'm also not so extremely hard on myself about it so if I go like out to someone's house and they have normal milk I'm not gonna be like well I only drink because right. I hate being that person I don't yeah. want like do that so it's just kind of my personal choices and wherever I can which is like 98% of the time I will do it I'm not gonna eat a steak but you know if I'm out uh, at the weekend and you know some there's nothing to eat apart from a salad with feta in it mm. then I'll be like fuck it I'll yeah eat it. yeah but uh, so how does it work with the boys are they being the boys up, like do they eat pescatarian mostly? okay fine they've never eaten meat just, oh, beca- okay. just because we don't really have meat in our house so yeah it wasn't like you're not you know it was just like it just worked out naturally Ushin, my oldest is four he loves 
fish. He, he eats like tuna and he eats salmon and stuff now and again, but mainly he's a vegetarian. He will call himself a vegetarian because he doesn't really understand pescatarian. And like, but like, but he'll eat fish. Like he'll have. Yeah, he'll have fish. Yeah. He doesn't like he'd have like a fish finger. Okay, yeah, you know, the yeah. best, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and what like tea is he kind of pescatarian? He's like? fully carnivore, but <laughs> so he just eats it outside. He just, of the he house. just eats it outside the house. But because there's no meat in the house, he will make himself spag bol with corn because you don't really see the difference in it. The thing with spag point. bol with corn, I always feel like Ugh. you have to over season. Like I hate you to season it so much. Yeah, yeah, it's not great, is it? Yeah, it tastes I like don't mind it. Do you not? For someone who isn't vegetarian at all. You don't mind corn. corn? No. They have corn pieces now. They're trying to do <clears throat> like chicken pieces. Yeah, I've had them. So it's cool. Like, I like it. I, what I eat a lot of is... Um, can you eat corn? Because it's got egg in it. You can it? vegan corn. They've just started Okay, they've now. just started Boy. it. Oh, what? I, didn't I know. Oh, the wow. amount of stuff that's got animal products in it is like... Oh, yeah, once you try and be really probably vegan, it's kind of scary. But I eat a lot of sesame and almond encrusted tofu, which is like really nutty and really mm, flavorsome. I love them. And I chopped that up and put it in salads and I chopped it up and put it in everything, mm. stews, everything. But the real talk is I don't cook because I'm at work every night. So I, because mm. I, I, I work in town, I go to Leon, I go to Pret, I go to Itsu and there's, there's enough. They're pretty good now. I'm very lucky to live in London. There's enough stuff. Or I go to the canteen, the BBC canteen, which is hit or miss sometimes. You just kind of, if they're having a roast, you just have the roast vegetables, the roast potatoes, and then have some salad. I see you getting just a box of roast potatoes. Oh. That's basically what you end up with. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I've, I, like I started off extreme. I did it for like quite a while, and then I got pregnant and was just like, ah, I can't handle this. And now I'm just being a little bit more adult what, about what it. What do you miss? Extreme. What do you miss the most out of? Halloumi <gasps> and smoked salmon. Smoked mm. salmon's the best thing on my life. Smoked me too. Yeah. And the thing is with me is because I grew up with, um, my dad's really into fishing. So I grew up going fishing with my dad. I was a proper little tomboy, played football, went fishing, caught loads of fish all mm. the time. I was a really good fisherman. <laughs> We'd go out on boats and I'd have like seven mackerel in my line. Oh and my, my dad would have like one and be like, what is it with you? Um, so I used to love catching fish and I've like done stuff on telly about fishing and why are there no women fisher like people and oh, stuff I like remember that. on the culture show. So I think, you know, people say with animals, like if you know, if you are comfortable with hunting and catching an animal and, you know, knowing how to prepare it for a meal, then I think that's, you know, if you are morally okay with that, then that's fine. But a lot of people, I think, don't understand where their food's from. They don't understand. Yeah. They don't think about factory farming and that kind of thing. So for me with fish, because I've done it and I've, killed a fish and I've gutted a fish and I've fried a fish and eaten a fish for me the process isn't um you know horrific but Mm. my problem is the kind of the I guess sustainability the sustainability and 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 the factory farming element where it's Mm. just kind of like you know fish being bred to be killed to be eaten anything like that animals being bred to be eaten so potentially like say you were an island and you were going out fishing and I caught a mackerel and you you'd eat it yeah, because I think it wouldn't have necessarily been. It hasn't happened for years, farm. but maybe I would. Like yeah. maybe you'd want to take the boys out and like. Yeah. I don't... So and okay, so like, <laughs> I think you're like the best kind of vegan. I think it's about moderation. I think everything is about moderation. Yeah. And I read a really good article about it, about this guy who was, you know, just saying that, yeah, you know, there's there's extremes, and I, the main thing is just I just don't judge anyone for how they want to eat. That's fine, but for me, it makes me be vegan longer mm. if I have small exceptions every now yeah, and again and I'm not too strict on myself because if you're too strict then you're just like this is ridiculous 
So yeah, you just have totally. to be a little easy on oh. yourself sometimes. Sorry. I've given, been given the task today of cooking. Not a task, it was complete pleasure. So it's going mm-hmm. to be a vegan brunch. A vegan brunch. Yes. And it's, you know, we, we have in there... I mean, you've gone in, babe. From well, what I can see, you've like I, a vegan brunch for me is like baked beans and toast with some avocado smash. I mean, we have got some avocado smash. Yeah, we've got some roasted vine tomatoes. What? We have a tofu scramble, which is supposed to be like a tofu southwestern scramble. like tofu scramble. But I feel like it's just a bit miserable. I know she, my mother is going to have some, look. She's already giving me I'm side not, eye. I'm not doing <laughs> anything. I would have cooked. I'll I'm, poach I'm, you an egg if you need to. I mom. don't need a poached egg. But I wouldn't, uh, I don't really know how to cook vegan food. I need to probably try. Hey, McDonald's are going vegan. Shut up. I You're swear joking. to Jesus. What are they going to do? McDonald's are going, they made a vegan burger. Yeah. They're rolling it out Ooh. in Finland for three weeks. Why in <laughs> Finland? Are there a big, I lot of vegans I don't know, there. but yeah, it's a real thing. They're making a vegan burger, which is pretty major, actually, when you think about like... Have they always had bean burgers, though? Yeah, they, yeah they've had bean they've burgers. They've had veggie well, burgers. I've had, I love their veggie burgers. burgers. Mm. Mm. Sam is, peer, my husband is peering around the corner. Come here. You, find, you fancy a McDonald's, a McVegan? Sam, Sam was... No, I, I, I believe, right. Get, Nick, can you get near the mic, please? I'm so cold here. Shut up, get in. Look. But if you're if if I if, if I was to become vegan, right? Yeah. Then so what, the whole what are you? Pub, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of vegetarian at the moment until yeah. Jesse puts a shepherd's His pie. His spirit and animal yeah. is like you know a I mean? vegan she, yeah. person. I, like. I feel like I'm vegetarian in heart, but my gut's like you got a kind of meat. Yeah, miss a bit of meat. Mm. But if you're you're vegan, the laziest vegan, then your your idea ideologies mm-hmm. are like to save the planet, look after animals. Mm-hmm. Then you shouldn't be eating McDonald's. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, full stop. Even if it's a vegan burger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, I guess I kind of want to go back to you talking about your family, because you're, yeah. are you from a big family? I'm the youngest of four. Uh, I was brought up in Dublin, and um, yeah, I had a really like nice, nice upbringing. I was brought up in the suburbs of Dublin, kind of four miles out of the city centre. Like, you could see the Dublin mountains from my back garden, Um Dublin reminds me loads of Sheffield. I don't know if you've ever been there, yeah. but it's kind of surrounded of by the, a beautiful the, countryside. Yeah. It's kind of similar size. I love Dublin. The people are very warm, mm. super friendly, mad, brilliant sense of humour. And uh, my school was was behind my back wall. So I, every every day I would go Jump over the, the wall, wall. Oh and my go God, to school. That's brilliant. Yeah, so um, I had a nice kind of local local vibe. And was your family a foodie family? No. But your mom, so your mum your mum was a vegetarian. My mum hated cooking. Right. My dad worked in England from Monday to Thursday every week. My mum brought up four kids. She had four kids in five years. Mm. A. She's B, mad. B, she brought them up pretty much in the weeks on her own. C, we didn't have any money, so she like made the curtains, made the clothes, dad made the furniture. It was all very kind of like DIY vibes. She was a school teacher when she was able to go back to work. When I was old enough to go to school, she went with me and taught. But um, yeah, she, she, the cooking was purely functional. And we had a different meal every night of the week. So Friday was chips, eggs and beans. Wednesday was pizza. <laughs> yeah. Thursday was macaroni cheese with sweet corn tinned. Um, and so, and, and like, so it was just like, it was purely like, I have to you know, get food on the table and that is it. But I still love did you, macaroni and cheese to this day. Yeah, yeah. like, did, did you kind of enjoy that, that you knew you, or yeah. you were getting every day? Yeah, I loved it. And, and because there's four in the family, like, there was no, you know, you, you, you had to eat what you could, because if, you know, if you didn't, it would be people just taking Snatched. food and stuff. Yeah. But I do also have lingering memories of my mom, like, f- like making me eat broccoli 
uh, not broccoli, Brussels sprouts and cabbage. And like, I was not allowed to leave the table until they were gone. And I would just sit there for hours with like four soggy Brussels sprouts. Because she boiled the fuck out of them. And they <laughs> yeah. tasted disgusting. Do you like Brussels sprouts? No, I still hate I've them to this day. I've got a cracking recipe for... Is it like she not Meg and, it, not Meg and it's got cheddar in it. Oh, but she cheddar. could have vegan Ooh. cheddar. It tastes like shit. Yeah, you know what? Oh, really? I'm no, starting you, you to find have vegan to, cheddar. You yeah. have to um, slice Brussels sprouts really fine. Yeah. And then you mix it with hazelnuts. A yellow mustard dressing, quite mm. a thick yellow mustard dressing, and then put cheese in as well and mix it all together. It's delicious. That's really good. But unfortunately, well, you could use some miserable Rosie Mac vegan. Wasn't, wasn't having the hazelnut and the mustard back in the day. <laughs> but it's I do feel so like Brussels sprouts Rosie have come Mac. a long way from the eighties. You know, yeah, I think. they yeah. have. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, so food. And still, my mom can't stand cooking. She's really, still, she's still like, oh. And when people are coming around, she's like, what will I cook? And she has recipes from magazines, and she's, you know, she cooks like vegetable bakes and quiches she's you know she's she's got better at it over the years but i think she'd say they're herself in, are they still in dublin yeah they're still in that dublin. must be hard for you because you're quite a close family yeah. right and since you... kids it's been harder actually yeah, you miss I'm... your family loads Does she when come you have over? kids yeah they come over a lot and i go over to them as much as possible um and my all my i had a brother in london for ages but he's back in ireland now so all my family are in ireland so yeah i miss them I think, like, you know, my mum complains that she's in South London and I'm in East London. <laughs> That's <laughs> because guess who always comes? <laughs> I'm always here, darling. Well, I, I've been here, this is the third time in four days. Oh, but you get to see your beautiful granddaughter. I adore her. <laughs> yeah, my beautiful daughter but, and son-in-law. But it is hard because I work as well. Well, I, think, don't, you, I, I yeah. don't think we should complain because you're not no, but to, a Ryanair no. flight away. No, but they I always but, go Ryanair as well. <laughs> Don't go well, they never That's like, like being eating meat to me. It's like, it's like they, they came to see me in Ibiza. The two times, they've both gone right there. And both times, they have been traumatized. Oh, the first no. time, Don't. there was a stag party on the flight. And there was a guy pretending An to be Irish a horse. Galloping up and down the aisle with a horse head on. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it's like a horror film. Oh, and they God. were just like traumatized. And then the second time, my mum actually punched someone. Oh my God, I she love this. She was sat beside a guy who was a part of another stag party. And they were like drunk. yelling abuse at each other, getting hammered. And like he stood up and just said, like they were towards the end of the flight. And he stood, stood up and like said, yelled abuse to another person. And she just went, <laughs> Like a real mom punch, like Rosie Matt. Stop it right now. <laughs> Can I ask you this? So the podcast is called Table Manners. Mm. Um, we like to ask the guests if you have any like pet peeves, like any table manners that you think are just the, the worst thing you can't stand in a restaurant or. I just, I just the thing that I I judge everyone on. I try not to judge people, especially as a mother. It's really easy to judge. Yes, mothers, yes. Like, my only thing I judge people on is how they treat the staff so if you're that's rude a to a waiter you're dead to me yeah <laughs> basically I know that's, as someone who's waited a lot of tables in my life and worked in a lot of pubs and stuff I just feel like that's a kind of it's a really good safe measure of a person if you, I think you're so right nobody yeah. said that I think you're so right I've had like some friends where I've just really disliked them after yeah. going out for you dinner bad, with them you get a, fa- a bad feeling inside when you see someone you know be like that because you're like yeah god I don't I don't want to I mean, I did have an altercation with a Nando's staff member, but I feel like we were having a right old Josh about. Yeah. However, he got my order wrong, and I was like, I'm really sorry, you, you, you missed out the mushy peas. And he was like, you didn't order them. And I said, I did, actually. And he said, no, no, you didn't. And I said, well, I'll just get my receipt out, shall I? And um, I'll show you. And then he looked at it, saw that the mushy peas were there, and I said, don't fuck with me, Jack. 
Because <laughs> he, he had his name thing, but I said it very calmly. But Don't my, fuck with me, Jen. I just said, I felt like I was in 24. sinister. <laughs> he, was, he looked at me. Sam, my husband, it was in Brixton Nando's, and he was like, you're a psychopath. What did Jack do? Jack went and got my arsh yeah, of I kind of with a wry smile. Yeah. I was like, thank you, Jack. But it, was, it just came out. Oh my God, I love it. I mean, we were getting on and I was but very that's, polite, that's, but don't fuck with me, Jack. I know my order. That's good, but that you, you know, that's a mutual, that's a conversation that you had where you are equals. You I'm know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, yes. But I, it's, I, for, for me, it's like when people don't look at the waiter in the oh, it's, it's like, and, and they're like bark orders at them and they're like, oh, totally. Ooh. Can you, so can, I know that you don't get that much chance to cook because obviously like, well, yeah. I mean, you're, you're out basically Monday to Friday yeah. doing your, you know, at dinner time. Do you cook at the weekends? Do you like cooking? Yeah, I do, actually. I've grown to like it. And when I was on maternity leave, mm. I really enjoyed... It's quite meditative, isn't it? Yeah. And, you know, just chopping things and preparing things. Um, and I used to make um, a mean macaroni cheese. Oh, yeah? Pre-veganism. Oh, that <laughs> cheese was good. Oh, man. Because there's this book called Anna May's Mac and Cheese. You know when you go to festivals and there's an Annie, Annie's Mac and Cheese? People always send me into Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they've done a book on just like... And it's a vegan one. No, 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 this is pre-vegan. Oh, this is when so you were... used to yeah, make mac and cheese every week. I, I Like just things like stir fries and like nice bakes and stews and stuff I would make, yeah. So do you have like a family roast or anything? Do you do that or will you go out no. for it? We never do no, roast. I, do. I mean, at the moment, I don't tea, my boyfriend wishes we did roasts. I think he's going to learn. Men always... I feel like men want the he's, roast he's, more than the, the women. Is, the roast is Because the men get cooked by... Well, it, we're always the ones bloody yeah, cooking. It's a it. real British thing. Like, I love roast. In Ireland, where I'm from, roasts aren't, aren't really that big a deal. Oh, really? Like Yorkshire pudding? What is that? I have no... I don't get it. So what would what would you be having? Would you have like a, a family meal on a Sunday then? Would it yeah, be there? Would. Is there an equivalent? You would, but th- I don't think there's an Irish equivalent. No, like the Irish love a stew. stew. They love a lamb <laughs> stew. There's lots of carveries in Ireland. There is, but yeah. when, when it comes to like when it comes to like you know the way in here in in, in the UK the culture is let's go for a roast yeah, on a yeah, Sunday. Yeah, it doesn't really feel like that's a thing in 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 Dublin. Anyway. But I presume you go to the pub on a Sunday, maybe. You go to the pub, yeah. But you just don't get the roast. Mm, I would. Well, I do like a roast. I get a veggie roast, but the Yorkshire pudding, I I'm not on. Don't like. So you just don't get. That's so weird because I feel like Yorkshire pudding's like the least offensive thing. In a roast. I don't know. It's just tasteless. Yeah, but you just like, put loads of gravy and then it just tastes of soppy. Is that what you do? Yeah, I mean, you fill it with gravy. It's like gravy cardboard. Yeah, yeah. I guess yeah, when started, I think about it, it doesn't have much. Well, it taste, started. To be it wasn't served with your roast. It was served before with gravy and to fill you up before you had the meat. How do you know this? Because I know that. Did you get and what, bacon? What, what, no. So because there's not that much meat, yeah. so you have to be so full. Yeah. So people filled it. So it's a huge one. You put gravy in it and it filled you up first before because wow. people didn't have that much meat. 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So we have dished up and it's... A bit of a mishmash. Um, I know that Annie loves a potato, so I've basically done kind of breakfast roast potatoes in rosemary and garlic. Yes. And then we've got a tofu scramble with kind of cumin and cayenne pepper and some sriracha and um, kale and garlic. What's and sriracha? Sriracha. Sriracha. sriracha? sriracha, you just spray Oh, that's the sauce. the sauce. Okay, that's the sauce. Sriracha, hot, hot, chili, hot, sauce. hot chili sauce. Yum. Then we've got avocado smash with coriander and we've got some, my favorite things like the roasted um, vine tomatoes. Mm. Um, uh, Mum, you can have some butter. Do you not um, have any butter on you? She's just like misbehaving. That's I'm my not. other thing. With halloumi and smoked salmon, that's the other thing I miss the most, real butter. Real but you butter. can, you get just dairy-free butter, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine, I'm sure. I feel like we need to address this because Annie was really integral. Well, I mean, I've spoken about this before, but like Annie was really important. Basically, you and Annie were the people that told me to get pregnant, mm. oh. and I felt like I needed a I needed a voice from music to tell me that it was going to be okay, a female voice to tell mm. me it was going to be okay to be pregnant and be able to still do my job. And I guess Annie was the perfect voice to give me that because I could see your career's got better and better since yeah. you've had. You said your career's got better since you've had children. Like yeah. it's like, it, it's true. It has. And I Why know, do you I, think that is? I think, I think it's two things. I think it's because I waited till I was, you know, in, my, in, a, in a position where my career was safe yeah. um, to have a baby. So I was 34 when I had my baby. Mm-hmm. Um, and as in, I felt secure to, to leave it. Yeah. Never that secure. But, I know. I feel like uh, uh, but music is never that yeah, secure. Yeah, but it, it's still terrifying having mm. to leave a job which is essentially freelance, uh, which essentially mm. is like, you know, someone's going to be doing it for you. And when you're in the public eye, you know, at least someone isn't going to step in and be Jesse Ware while you're on maternity. Yeah, but in my job, someone is, is, is looking after what I consider to be my baby, baby. Um, as in my radio show. So that, that's hard, but it makes you super focused. Mm. You know, you don't have as much time to spend on it. There's no procrastination. You have less time. You go in and you you blitz it and you you know what you want. And also, it was good for me in a way because it made me realise that people did miss me. And I had no Mm. idea where... Because I'd never been away. I'd never had a chance to test that out. It's not something you you want to test out voluntarily, you know, but... I did, and it made me feel way better about having a second baby as well. Did you feel like then you had this greater confidence when you returned? Yes. That. From feeling wanted and also feeling like you could do anything because you're a superwoman, you've been, you've had a baby and, you know. Yeah, more, more just like, okay, you know, obviously what I'm doing is, is, is satisfactory to people. Mm-hmm. They like mm-hmm. it. Not just on the radio, but beyond that, being mm. a DJ as well. Um, and then I, I guess now I kind of feel a sense of not responsibility but a kind of part of me feels like what I'm doing is really important because I am a woman yeah and because there's no other as far as I can see well not 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 many other women mothers who are DJs um you know in 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 my sphere 
and and I feel like it's really important that I keep doing what I do. Do you feel like people kind of like focus on that as like a unique selling point? Do you feel like it, it deters people? I feel or, like it's both. Actually. Okay, yeah. I feel like from a promoter's point of view, because like with the exception of me, I think in the UK, I don't know any festivals that are run by women. Mm. It's all men. Mm. And I think that men are only now in the last kind of three or four years starting to see it from a female perspective because they've kind of been forced to because people are giving out about it. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, if you look at a festival lineup, it's always like the first 10 rows are pretty much men a lot of the time recently. So for me, because I'm a woman and because I can sit in high up in a lineup, Mm. promoters want to book me because there's so few choices of DJs. So they're like, we need Annie because she's a woman. So So it's good in that way. Um, (laughs) But it's also, you know, um, I don't know, it's, it's it's never felt like a deterrent to me. The only way it's felt like a deterrent is by not being able to focus on an international career. But that's my own personal choice. Like, I could bring my kid with me, but it wouldn't be very fun for him. Yeah. No. That would be... Uh, look, I'm about to embark on <clears throat> an international tour with my child and, and a husband, and maybe it's... And a husband. There's the key. Yeah. So your husband's coming. And all the DJs yeah. I know who do tour with kids have a partner that they bring. Um, who will look after the kid and mm. that is brilliant but for me I wouldn't be able to do that because my partner yeah. is also a DJ yeah, yeah. so um, there, therein lies my problem yeah. I think yeah I'm, look I'm very lucky that like Sam is basically going oh, to take take a year off to is help he? me well yeah I mean oh, that's the most the whole beautiful thing well, no, he's, he's lucky because he can quite, he's personal trainer so he can kind of it's his own business in and out yeah, yeah and, but um, and Alex but is still, still offering to help, by the my way. My brother, oh, who's also taking a year out being a doctor, so he's like ready to be nanny, which is oh, great. But I think, I think still it's weird, isn't it, that it still sits funny and you almost have to like thank the person even more. Like, I feel like it's, yeah. n- it's a given it's the other way around. Because because when a guy gets... never thank a wife exactly. <laughs> for doing that. I mean, like, it just feels, it's, I feel like I, <laughs> I, I and I respect, I, yeah, maybe they would, but like, I respect Sam and I appreciate it so much that he's doing it, but I do feel like I need to complete, always address this fact that he's taking mm. the year and, and that that's quite a but wouldn't, novel wouldn't thing. But wouldn't anyone address if their partner was yeah. suspending what they well, maybe did? Maybe a guy wouldn't address it as much as a woman would, I guess. I don't know. If you have a job and you're committed to your job maybe. and you stop doing it, yeah. I think you'd thank either person. I would think you, you would like to think that, but I think yeah. probably it's been done. It's more systematic for women to be the ones that sacrifice their yeah. career or to, for, for the man because traditionally it's the man that's the breadwinner. Yeah. But yeah. things are very much changing now and, yeah. and you know, and, and I think someone like Sam is, you know, a shining example of a man who's not led by his ego. No, I know. Who's just, you know, loves his family. I think personally for me, the talk, talking about the kind of deterrent factor of it, which is ridiculous to talk about, sorry, but like... I, I think it was more my own insecurities of worrying what other people were going to think of me becoming a mother and a singer and this kind of less desirable woman in a way. Like you kind of, I remember, but I remember it's not done Adele any harm. Adele could do anything. Really. Sing the yeah. alphabet and she'd yeah. be okay. She? So <laughs> yeah, like, true. she's okay. I still feel like when you were talking, you know, you're talking about secure jobs. Like I still don't feel like my job is secure. Yeah. Like ever, yeah. I feel like you're only yeah. as good as your last yeah. record. Maybe like. So, um, 
So it's harder. Yeah. It's interesting. It's all kind of suck it and see. We'll see how it goes. But I think that's parenting. And this is what I've <laughs> yeah, right. learned the most about parenting. The hardest thing I learned was that you can never predict how you're going to feel. So when you rang me that time mm. and you were like, I think I want to have a baby. Am I mad? Mm. You know, that, you know, you, you didn't know how it was going to be. No. And that's the hardest thing. You can't plan for being a parent because you could hate it. You could love it. Mm. You could have a kid who never sleeps and you can't do anything. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But um, I, I, like, I think with this you just have to try it you yeah. have to do what makes you happy as yeah. a mother because as a as, as a happy mother you know your kid will be happier yeah, for that totally can i ask i mean because as a, a female in music i've always felt like there's been this kind of silent undertone of like trying to almost you that you're put against other women mm. Very whether much so. it's like oh and who was it in my first campaign i feel i feel like even though me and Leanne got on really well, like Leanne Le Havis was like an upright, uprising yeah. star. There was this girl called Delilah. And it was like, yeah. you became like, it, it became this kind mm. of almost a battle and it was stupid because mm. it wasn't, it was other people putting that on. Leanne yeah. would have me support for her and it was amazing. And But do you feel like that happens ever within like radio? Or With radio, what, yeah. DJing less so because there's not, I bet there's, there's a, no one. There's a crew of women there that, well, yeah, there is, but for each the, other, yeah, because there's so few. I think everyone backs each other up. But um, DJ radio, there's a lot of women in radio, which mm. is great. Mm. Still, a lot of work to do in terms of yeah. representation. Like Absolutely. if you look at Radio Two, there's not been a female fronted daytime Radio Two show in 21 years. That's mad. Between between the hours mind. of 8 a.m. and 8 p.m., it's fully men. That's that blows my mind that someone thinks that's that okay. I know. What the I know. hell? But it's you, people just because it's always been that way. You know, we think about it. But it's Vanessa Felt in the morning to up to Chris, Chris Evans, and then it's Joe Wiley from eight on. Yeah. But in that middle block, it's all men from that's eight to eight. And I heard Sarah Cox like almost midnight. One yes, the other oh, night she. Was... It's that's sacrilege that she is not on daytime radio. She's great. She's, she's fabulous. so funny and engaging. She's fabulous. But yeah, and Lisa um, Tarbuck, I think sometimes. Yeah, she's on. great. Also, she's really funny. On radio yeah, too. I think what you're talking about happens mostly with artists mm. for some reason. Mm. I don't know why. I think in radio because there's so many women, it's not as easy to pit them against but, each other. Yeah. But in in what in what you do, I can see how people would do that. And well, I think yeah. the answer is to do what what you do, which is just to be you know openly supportive and friendly with these well, women. Well, I, I think there's been really I, I've had such wonderful experiences of women in, with music, like you know, but Paloma Faith has been amazingly. She's also very vocal, and yeah, she's, she's become amazing. a mom. She is yeah. amazing, okay. and she's kind of um, no nonsense. And I, you know, um, no, there's so many wonderful women out there. But yeah, I was just wondering whether it was similar I just kind of wondered whether they tried to do those silly kind of almost they're like silly mind games almost yeah yeah silly I know it's very very silly I think yeah it's just about having a support system I guess you know where you support each other but I do think as well that there's still a lot of kind of it's it's still conceived like considered a novelty when it's like loads of women (laughs) together you know like the fact that radio 2 can be all men and no one says a thing imagine if that was all women people would be like uproar it's all women are they trying to make a point what is this you know what I mean and it's the same with like DJ lineups or you know festival lineups the day that we can see a lineup where it's just women and no one comments on it is is the day that I dream of Mm. where it's not a token thing it's not Mm. a considered thing it's just because women are really good at doing what they do and there's loads of great artists out there who are women 
that that is a day I can't wait for. I hopefully it won't be too long. I mean, I I feel you, you do these um, Animat presents yes. nights, which I think I'm doing one of them. Yes, you are. Um, yeah, you thank you. Right. The day after right. the Brits. Thanks so much for that, <laughs> you cow. You absolute cow. Yeah, thank you. I'll come with you. <laughs> I'll be with you every step of the way. <laughs> um, it would probably be a miserable night anyway at the Brits, so it'd be fine. Um, but. Um, but uh, I, I was wondering, so I guess I'm presuming you always make sure that there's a female yes. in your lineup. Yes, we have to. I mean, the thing is, it's like, it's also about making sure that no matter what, you're supporting good music. Mm, yeah. That's got to be the first yeah, priority. Yeah, totally. Um, and um, with the festival, like especially this year, we... Lost and Found. Lost and Found yes. Festival, which is a festival I do in Malta every year. How brilliant, what a brilliant idea to do one abroad so you it's, can get a tap work and get yeah. a lovely tan and a glow. <laughs> It's fun. I like it. Mm. Um, but yeah, that there's we, there's a real kind of precedent for me for me now to 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 make sure because especially there is so many women. So it's not like I, there's no excuse for not booking women now because especially in the world of dance, there's loads. Mm. So I really want to make sure I. But now, that. do you feel like there's almost an added pressure that you're like the pioneer, like you're the like pioneer for all these women, <laughs> like you're the kind of the woman's woman, and now you're like I've been I've been kind of conflicted over the years because especially at the start when I was a woman I used to get asked when I was a woman I'm still when I was a DJ I used to get asked to play female lineups all the time as in like come on we let's, let's hear it for the girls yeah come and play a girls night and I always said no because I my thing was like I don't want to be a token I just want to be considered a good DJ regardless Equal. of my gender and I think we should be pushing women forwards obviously supporting them and being you know actively supporting them but I feel like sometimes those girl nights don't end up being uh beneficial because it, it helps put you know women DJs in a box and I don't know I, I still feel a little conflicted by that but how equally did, how did you start being a DJ mm, did it start just, in Ireland yeah it started when I was in university I bought well, a set of decks in, off my in friend Ireland. yeah in Belfast yeah what well, did you Britain, study I guess uh, I studied English lit Yes, that. and I loved it. Do you still, still read? Do. I, I love reading, I love writing. That's what I want to do. Off. I want to write so much. Oh, yeah. But I never have time. A book? Anything. Book. I don't know. You do essays. write brilliant. She writes brilliant. But I never, there's never, like, this is, this is the biggest bane of my life. It's just never having enough time to actually really put, you know, make, be good at something. Because you have to practice to be good at things, mm. as you know. And I always feel like I'm just kind of a fair weather writer. And in my head, when I'm like... You know, in my 60s, I just write. I'll have a little desk by a window. <laughs> that sounds gorgeous. Mm. Annie, you know that you, you're, because you're a DJ and you play dance music. Yeah. When you took over that, the evening slot mm -hmm. and you have to play a whole range of music. Yeah. Do you like all the different musics? Oh, oh okay. So like, it isn't like... Like, no, next level. Yeah. Like, I love dance music, but I had been going to see my boss at Radio 1 for years saying I want to get out of the, the box okay because I always liked I mean I used to work on Zane Lowe's show where he played every, the show that I'm doing now yeah I used to be the assistant on for oh, years so I worked know? on that show I made Zane's tea for him <laughs> um, and I used to play guitar and the mandolin and the piano like I'm, I'm really I love, okay. so you love different music. types of music have you thought about making your own music loads of times do you but I can't be that guy, girl. Why? Because I, I can't be the radio DJ that makes music. Why Whoa. the hell not? Because I can't be like, I, I don't know, it's too much. Your I can't handle boyfriend it. boyfriend is. 
I know, but he made music first and okay. then he just became a DJ. You need to just have a, a different name. Yeah. Do like a, a subtract. Yeah, a pseudonym. Yeah. And you'll be all right. Are your children going to have piano lessons? I, do you know what? That's, I was really thinking about that this week because um, I really want them to appreciate music. And I had lessons when I was a kid and I think it really helped me. Did you? I really regret. Jesse yeah. had piano lessons mm. and I got this elderly man he who was, was very kind. Well, he, he smelled Jessie tuna. Said his breath smelled of tuna. Mr. Morris. So she, Mr. Morris. Stunk and she, tuna, it was alcoholic. And she didn't have piano lessons, so she did up to grade eight voice without reading music. Wow. Well, Which, not that impressive. I had to go to like a different, like it wasn't, I did do guild hall. I had to go to like Trinity or something. Yeah, anyway. It didn't matter because you've got a good ear. No, it's, but. But it, it's, a, I think I regret that she didn't play an instrument. Okay. I th- I'm, I'm going to like ram it. Are you going to play? Oh, I, I'm going to basically. Is Juno going to learn everything? I'm going to make sure she learns. Like, I've got got her a little mini piano for her birthday. Yeah. But she got ambitious. one of those as well. Like she just plonks. Yeah. Like she just likes yeah. thrashing. But that's like, still that's still her I know, doing it in her way. Totally, and she's really rhythmic. So I just kind of and hopefully she's going to be surrounded by music, kind of yeah. being on tour with me. But like I'm desperate for her to be like a piano, like well, yeah, extraordinaire, like prodigy. So. <laughs> I mean, so what instrument you'd you'd start him on the piano? Probably the piano or the drums, oh, as long as they were sure? in a different. Probably put them in the office at the end of the garden. That's such a good idea. Soundproofed as well that place. So Perfect. That's good. But I like the idea of him kind of yeah, like just any anything he wants. I've just taught him about rock and roll. It, it's occurred to me that he's never he's only ever listened to like we listen to a lot of R and B and soul mm, and mm. rap and, in our house. We don't mm. listen to a lot of guitar music. Mm. Um, I listen to kind of like Bon Iver and stuff, but yeah. um, and because there's not really that much on the radio, he's not really that familiar with it. So I found this new thing called Di- Daddy Donuts, which is like dinosaur songs, but all done in rock and roll style. Oh, that's amazing! Like Johnny Cash vibes, like <gasps> so good. So cool. And he's obsessed. And he said to me yesterday, I was like, "What do you want to dress up as Halloween?" And he said, "A policeman, but if not a policeman, a rock and roll man." A oh, rock and you've roll got make, you've man. Got to make a rock and roll oh my man. god, how do I do that? Just like, looks like Jimi Hendrix or something. <laughs> Thank you so much for finding My the time pleasure. out of your ridiculously busy schedule. I love you. You thank inspire you, me all the time, and I'm so happy that you've been on Table Manners. Thank oh, you. thank you, Jesse. Pleasure. Thank you. She's so beautiful. I know. I just couldn't get over her skin. It's I know, so she beautiful. Has got excellent dewy skin. She, oh, she looks like she's just, and she doesn't ever look tired. <laughs> She just looks fresh. I don't know. She looks beautiful. The busiest woman in the industry. Yeah, and she looks so fresh. She doesn't look like she works in the evening. I hate to tell you. What? It's the vegan diet. Piss off. (laughs) (laughs) We've been Table Manners. I'm Jessie Ware. And I'm Lenny. And thanks so much for listening. If you are enjoying this podcast, please subscribe or rate us. Um, It helps with the figures and it helps us to keep on going. Thanks so much for tuning in. Bye. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 